0: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
1: fire up for pro football that's what we call a sack lunch nom, 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 nom. this is football sunday with mike and rashad wouldn't care we play some competitive sports once in a while, Would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hour two of two here on Football Sunday, the final Football Sunday of the year. Spent most of the first hour chatting about the Super Bowl itself. This hour, we'll have Hader it, it. We'll get into some of the quarterback news of the week. But I want to begin with the fun added stuff to the Super Bowl. And that is halftime show and commercials. I will say I have been massively disappointed with the commercials the last couple of years. I'm a big commercial consumer during the Super Bowl. Like, I think it's a ton of fun to have these companies trying to put all these creative ads out there for us. And it just, it, it, it just makes the day feel even more like an event. Because usually in the commercial, you get up, you do something, but no, like, you're glued to the TV Until halftime, usually, because that's when the bad commercials usually start. So it gives you a little bit of a break. And the last few years, I've been really, really disappointed with the commercials. I just remember just kind of like, there were a couple of sweet spot years, I think like three or four years ago, where I just thought they were great. Companies were doing a really good job. There was good funny ones. There was good serious ones. It was kind of a, it was kind of a really even keel. Like you could choose between four or five of them to be your favorite. And I remember last year watching it and just being like, really guys, this is the creative juices we got going right now. So I'm a little bit worried that we're kind of trending into a really bad year of commercials this year.
2: I don't know. I don't. I can't remember what the commercials were last year.
1: What were exactly?
2: Well, I mean, I'm sure there was uh, some good ones. I think the um, what was the Mountain Dew one with uh, um, my guy from Breaking Bad? That was a funny one.
1: From Breaking Bad? Yeah. With Walter White? uh, With um, Jesse?
2: No. With uh, Walter White. Yes, sure. I'm trying to think of his his actual name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying to think of uh, uh, Jan- uh, uh, Brian. Yeah, Brian Cranston. Cranston. There yeah. you go. Thanks uh, for saying Brian. Thank you. I
1: couldn't remember. I would have forgotten his, his name.
2: Um, but that one was was kind of funny. You know, last year the I don't know. That's the only one I remember. I'll be honest. You know, I me. Mean? I I re- you know what what it is. I don't remember ones from specific years, but I just remember certain commercials that kind of stand out. You know, for the most part. That's the only only ones I ever really remember. I couldn't tell you the last commercial I see. Progressive makes the best commercials now. As they should let them do all the Super Bowl commercials. <laughs>
1: uh, they make some of the best commercials now, right? Is uh, is Flow Progressive? Flow is Progressive. Yeah, those. Eh, she, no, not
2: not not Flow, but like the. I've run, she's running her become, course. The one becoming your parents. Or yes. Number, yeah, like those, those are fantastic.
1: Those are great. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm sure they'll have a really funny one or hopefully a really funny one. I'm looking at last year. I just found a ranking of last year's commercials. The three that were the best of the best were two of them were tear, tear wrenching ones, tear jerking ones. Okay. So they were sad and emotional. And then one was the groundhog day Jeep with, uh, Phil Connors and with Bill Murray. Yeah. And Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember that commercial. It was okay. And they ranked that as one of the best of the best. That's the problem.
2: No, yeah, there's, you know, there's the problem. They haven't been great, you know, but
1: there was Rick and Morty doing a Pringles ad. Like, that was okay. There was the Super Bowl now, do laundry later one from Tide where, like, the game was on and he had a stain in his shirt and they let him wait. Like, okay.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Cool. I'll be honest. I've never been one of those people that cared about the commercials. Okay.
1: First commercial starts, everybody shh. Like, I don't give a damn about no commercial. The best one, you are right. It was Brian Cranston, Mountain Dew. That yeah, was, I
2: thought that one was funny. But the
1: best one was Jason Momoa as the guy who took his his oh, body took his off. muscles off and stuff. That was the best commercial.
2: Yeah, but so that's that's insane. Like I, I've never in my life looked forward to commercials. i like, oh man, shh, everybody turn the music off. Let's listen to this. Com-. Like, please, that music is going, and we could care less about the the commercials. We'll see them later. We're going to see them all the time after that. Sometimes what I don't like is seeing the Super Bowl commercials before the Super Bowl. That's the part that's like, okay, oh yeah, yeah, don't do that. I'm like,
1: really. Uh, I've become really good at avoiding spoilers of all things. Like I know we live in the age right now where if you miss something for two weeks, you will never, ever see, you'll never not see a spoiler. I was watching the Mandalorian with my girlfriend and I had not seen any of the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian was one of the most popular shows going right now. Disney plus I was going to say on TV, not on TV, on Disney plus. And the spoilers for it were huge, right? I didn't know a damn thing. I didn't see one spoiler. I don't know what I do, but I'm able to completely avoid spoilers. So I don't see any of the commercials before they air.
2: Yeah, I don't look at stuff.
1: Well, I'm a big internet guy, though. Like I read yeah. Reddit and stuff. You'd think I'd see them, but I, for whatever reason, I've, I've created a system where, that I don't even know what I do, that I just don't see spoilers. It's great because people love to spoil things. There's a certain faction of people that get a kick out of spoiling stuff, and I hate that person. Absolutely, stop being that person. And like, they like laugh when they're like, "Oh man, now I can't see it." They're like, "Ha ha!" Like, "Oh, shut up, dude." Yeah, thanks for ruining my. I don't know. I'll
2: probably still see it. You know, I'm one of those people. It's like I just want to see the movie for myself, or see the commercial or the episode, and just kind of judge for myself what happens. But yeah, no, I, I'm. If you're the spoiler guy and you're listening, hey bro, don't don't be weird. Don't don't ruin it for everyone else
1: because you just want it to be an a hole. And then, uh, so are you so you're not really excited about the commercials now?
2: i not really. I'm more excited yeah. about the. I guess am more excited about the game. But Especially even that, I'm you're, like, you're,
1: you're watching the game solo though, so maybe you're going to have more of an attention to the commercials hmm? uh, instead of like you know chatting with somebody or probably, getting up for
2: some food. Probably not. But mm. yeah, we'll
1: see. <laughs> I've always loved it. I don't
2: know why. We'll see. Like I don't, like, know, I don't know. I've never really been much of a of a commercial, you know, guy during the their Super Bowl. Like I get it. And they're they're cool commercials. It's crazy that these advertising firms are literally spending their entire year planning for this one day to make sure this you have a very killer commercial. commercial. Exactly. To make sure you have this one killer commercial for this 45 seconds to, you know, one, a minute and a half, minute fifteen or whatever. So it's it's pretty it's it's pretty crazy. But I'm I don't care about the commercials.
1: Halftime show then. Definitely don't care about that. That's something that I generally will not watch smoke break, but that's what that is. I did. It did very much enjoy the JLo Shakira one last year. That was a must watch
2: (laughs) on mute. Oh, why? I mean, what? Because neither one of those ladies can come on, man. Neither one of those ladies has They're great both voices. good artists. They're both great movement artists. They're good
1: artists. They're, they're great why at the art of movement. you are being such a hater? I'm not
2: being a hater. Like, listen. Come on, man. Come on, man.
1: Right? <laughs> greatness right there. It's not. Greatness. <laughs> Maybe we have different ideas of what greatness is. That was
2: the John Kitna of performances at the Super Bowl. Like, they they, they looked the part.
1: By the way, if anybody wants to get Rashad frustrated at them, call him a hater oh my gosh if anybody <laughs> calls him a hater he gets really annoyed <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean i don't know i, lo- I like the halftime show it's m- it's my least favorite part of the super bowl but i like to see the surprises and the in the the cool stuff stuff they put up on the set and maybe they'll bring on somebody to perform with them the only problem is is i don't know the weekend and the two songs i've heard from him i think are very average to mediocre
3: the weekend has uh been a staple for me since like 2011. Really? So you love the weekend? Love him. Really? Mm. His uh, I'm gonna be that music guy. Some of his earlier work was some of his best stuff. He's but got it's him, true. He got That's usually how it goes.
1: He's well, too poppy now.
3: Yeah, he definitely went more pop. But honestly, this newer stuff isn't. I think all that bad either. I mean, I don't really mind his latest album. Um, I don't like. Literally, it seems like he's just been cranking out hits for the last decade now. I love the weekend. Absolutely great. Okay. I've been what's your it. favorite weekend song? Um he's got so or what's your favorite
1: song that you think you'll see you'll hear today? Maybe that's a better way see, to put it. See,
3: and that's the thing is like I wish I would hear some of some songs from his like first album, which I doubt is gonna happen because it was a lot of like drug music, basically. Uh, <laughs> oh no, the weekend Cocaine field music is what it basically I mean, was. I can't
1: feel my face when I'm with the you. The weekend, <laughs> yeah, Miguel but even before that.
2: And I love uh um all those guys, Frank Ocean, like they all sound the same to me.
1: They're all the that they're all
2: it's essentially the same artist. I mean that's why it's like oh he's, he's cool. I don't know who who's the second one you said
3: Miguel. Miguel. I don't yeah, know. No, he yeah. is like well below both of those guys. Who Miguel?
2: Miguel is a better singer than both of those dudes. Let's be real. The weekend is not. Probably we'll better, talk about that later. Probably a better you know?
3: singer, but he's as far as like that's, music that's and yeah. portfolio of work well well below both of those guys. Okay. Well well below. the weekend the weekend and he's of, not jumping over stages kicking ladies in the face that either. was one time Leg he, shouldn't dropping wore, them. he shouldn't
2: have worn the slip and slides but either way that's just he's just one of those guys that's never going to get a lot of rotation
3: you know in and any he, of my circles probably so. shouldn't get too much rotation no
2: I'm, not, I'm talking about all three of those guys they're yeah. they're
1: not getting any rotation
3: anyways. weekends got better earlier work all I'll right stand by that we have to break yeah we got
1: to break all right coming up next before we get into hate it or love it carson wentz on the move To the Chicago Bears, that's next, Football Sunday on the Fan. Are you curious about who offers the best deals on top-rated Samsung, LG, and Sony TVs? The answer is surprising. It's not online. And it's not the warehouse clubs. The best deals on top-rated TVs are at video only. Don't believe it? Then check out the trade-in deals at video only. How about $500 for your old TV? Try doing that online. Before you buy that new TV, drop into video only. If you don't, you'll be sorry.
0: For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry with 24 seven support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, ClickRanger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening, uh-huh. sure. who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard.
0: I understand, let's get started.
2: For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL.
0: Fan 411.
3: 1080 The Fan is celebrating the Seaside Promenade's 100-year anniversary. In honor of their year-long celebration, 1080 The Fan is giving you a chance to win a Seaside weekend getaway. You can stay at the Catherine Riverfront Inn's Riverview Room, feast at Duger's Seafood Grill Sip Coffee on the Promenade from Seaside Coffee House, ride bikes across town from Wheel Fun Rentals, visit the Seaside Aquarium and take photos at Seaside Inverted Experience. For all the details and to enter, go to 1080 That's The Fan 411. Hello, sports
1: fans, and welcome to Primetime
3: with Isaac and Sue. Well, I'd be worse, I can tell you that. I haven't played I Madden. would just be pushing buttons. <laughs> he's, just, he's just mashing. I think that works in, like, Tekken. I don't think it works so much in Madden. I
1: would mash A. There's no button mashing. It's like there's just a receiver, and it's like Yeah, a. you'd have to pick the receiver with the button over his head and throw it to... yeah.
3: I would do that all the time. I would run the touchdown play every play. The home of primetime with Isaac and Sue. Weekdays 3 to 7, 1080 The Fan.
1: Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 19 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you till 11. Hater, love. It's coming up next. Super Bowl's at three 30 today on CBS weekend, performing the halftime show, the weekend spelled incorrectly, but there's also more rumors in the league as well. Quarterback wise. We have the Jared Goff, Matt Stafford trade, Deshaun Watson stuff still going on in the background. Doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers is getting moved, which makes sense. He shouldn't have ever been, talked about in a trade at all because, well, he's Aaron Rodgers. But, this coming from Adam Schefter, the Eagles are expected to trade Carson Wentz in the coming days, and the team that has been most tied to him are either the Bears or the Colts. If it's the Bears, there's a rumor that Nick Foles would be going back to Philadelphia in the trade. The only place he's had success. Um, What's interesting about this is that the Eagles hired their new head coach, the Colts guy, Varini, I think his name is, or Variani, I forget how you say his name. Because, or, or Siriani, not Veriani. Uh Nick Siriani is his name. The talk was that they hired him because they wanted him to work with Wentz. Mm-hmm. Because he was working under Frank Reich, who worked with Carson Wentz. And it was kind of like a connection there to keep Wentz there and, and maybe have him refine his old MVP candidate form. And now they're trading him. This is such a strange situation with Carson Wentz. To go from a guy that is beloved in a city that almost wins an MVP but gets hurt to then having somebody else win the Super Bowl in that year for you and Nick Foles and then never being able to come back to full strength and being reviled in your in your team and also from what I've read he hasn't exactly been the best teammate either through all of this it's such a it's a weird situation because I feel like he still can be good I feel like whoever gets him as long as he stays healthy might be getting a potential top 10 quarterback but the Eagles are going to go with Jalen Hurts assuming Jalen Hurts I guess they could go somewhere else, but you know, Jalen Hurts came in and played for Wentz at the end of the year last year and completely trade him. And I just, I can't remember another quarterback who had a fall from grace like this just that quickly. It was like half a year and it was like, oh my God, he's the best and oh my God, he's the worst. And it was, it was instant. And it just, it blows me away because I feel like he still got some skill in there. I mean, that, that year wasn't a fluke, right? I shouldn't have been, but I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever be able to pan out. No matter where he goes, the Colts will be a better situation, obviously. But the Bears also desperately need a quarterback.
2: So. I think you just said the the best word, the the situation. The, depending on the situation he goes to, Carson Wentz can still be a really talented quarterback in this league. Like you're 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 talking about a guy who was on track to winning an MVP. One did he win the MVP that year that he got hurt? No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He was a candidate for yeah, it. Yeah, but he was on track to win, and had he not got hurt. um, who knows what the Eagles final record would have been. And then he, that team that he was around won a Super Bowl with the backup. So I would think if you put Carson Wentz in that situation that he probably would have done uh really, really well, but man, you know, the 33 touchdowns, you know, that season, then he got hurt and all the stuff. It, it looked like he was on his way to start him. And it just, it just hasn't really worked out like that. Philly hasn't been the best situation, you know, overall, you know, for him. But like you said, he hasn't necessarily done everything he had, he can do to make that process any better. And so I think it's it's blunders on both sides, but it looks like the, the Eagles are looking for what they call a Matt Stafford-type package. You know, I think that that Matt Stafford trade really set the market for what a, I guess, middle-tier kind of level quarterback would be going for at that point. And then you're talking about somebody like Carson Wentz who at this point I think people would probably say is a little bit better than Matt Stafford is as far as skill is con- is considered probably a little bit better than than Matt Stafford is right now. They're probably going to want a, a little bit for him, even though the Eagles insist on saying that we're not trading him. You know he's he's still here and everything. And then you find out Schefter says no, they're they're trading him. They're trying to trade him right now, which. I'll should let you know, don't listen to anything the franchise says. Don't listen to anything the, the front office says. They're going to keep saying he's our guy. He's our guy. We're not going to trade him. But then what always happens? They always get traded. Like it's just kind of what it is. And they've been telling us he's he's our guy for a little bit. And it's 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 probably time that they go ahead and cut bait with uh with Winch because it's just to be helped just for your own peace of mind for both sides. Sometimes you just have to cut the cord. Philly doesn't want him. His teammates don't seem to really want him like that he doesn't really want to be there. You know, it's, it's a, it's a lose lose situation all the way around. So you have to move him. but now the market is set. Matthew Stafford, that trade, that set the market. So everybody is going to be looking, even someone like the the, the Jets right now who are trying to move on from Darnold, you know, everybody is kind of setting the table for, for, okay, this is what we want. If this is what they got for golf, or this is what they got for um, for Matt Stafford, this is, this is what we want for this guy.
1: Well, so Wentz is gonna command less because he's basically broken goods right now. Yeah, at this point. So I'm talking about he's as good as him when he's enemy. healthy.
2: When he's when he's healthy, man, he's as good as Matt Stafford, maybe better.
1: Uh yeah, I mean, I, I think he has the potential to be as good. But um Yeah, by the way, Wentz was third in MVP voting in 2017. Brady won it, and then Gurley had his great year with the Rams that that he got second in MVP voting that year. Um, yeah, so I'd, I, I don't know, I don't know what the what the Bears would send for him. Like it seems like the Bears are the favorite from what I was reading. So if you send Foles, what is is Wentz going to command a first round pick at all? Probably, uh, probably not. probably not. Right? Maybe it's like a Foles and a third or a fourth. But yeah, you're right. The market's been set, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Also, it'll be interesting to see if if they go with Jalen Hurts as the starter if he has a long term. Uh, if he can have long-term success there, and that's because he's a style of quarterback that has had short burst success through the last ten years. That style, but long-term success has been harder to find. You know,
2: yeah, I think, and I think you have to give him time. The, the thing that sucks about playing quarterback is you don't have time to make mistakes. You know, they they you really thrown into the fire and be great now. And if you're not great, then you come sit on the bench. They don't really give guys opportunities to really work through. um learning how to play quarterback and sometimes you're thrown right into the fire like if you're sam donald like man go out there and make it happen regardless if you have great receivers a great run game go out there and do something and when you don't you're seen as a bust or any of those things like so and i don't know man at this point man carson Wentz has a lot to prove to himself and i think that that chip on his shoulder well that very delicate shoulder of his uh needs to he he, he he has to go out there and perform and show everybody that he was as good as we were saying he was back in 2017. So this is a great opportunity. If he goes to the Bears, not so much. The Colts is the best situation for him. If you're if you're Wentz, that's what you're begging for. Please send me to the Colts or please send me to the 49ers or somewhere that's kind of set up for me to be successful now.
1: The Colts are interesting too because, you know, Rivers retires it seems like they're kind of doing this weird, like one quarterback a year thing <laughs> where they're like, well, our team's pretty good. So we don't want to go young and, and try to get a young quarterback to build with this good team. So we're just going to keep going these veteran guys that, uh, you know, maybe we'll get us back to the playoffs again, over and over again. I don't know if Wentz fits that bill necessarily. I thought Stafford was probably more of a better fit for the, for the Colts than Wentz might be, but you know, otherwise the Colts don't really have a quarterback. So. Yeah.
2: I don't know when he could very well be like sometimes it's just a matter of not being in a certain situation to, to start playing better. You know, you've seen guys in, in a season go to another situation and just feel that weight off of their shoulders and they're able to play, you know, football or basketball, baseball, whatever it is. And just a little more freely and a little more carefree. And I think once he gets to that point to start, you know, playing like that, man, you're going to see a different, a different quarterback. Sometimes just the change of scenery uh, is all players need to just kind of, find their love for the game or their love for winning or whatever whatever
1: reason you love your the sport that you play. All right, let's take a break. Coming up next it is hate it or love it, but first Joe has sports. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Alright, the music means It's time for Hate It or Love It. Is it a Super Bowl theme today, Joe, or is it all over the board? Half and half. Half and half.
3: Super Bowl slash NFL awards. Let's hear it. Uh, for our first one, we start with NFL Wards. Justin Herbert was your rookie of the year, but another Justin had a pretty good season. That is Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings over 80 catches, 1400 yards, hate it or love it. Justin Jefferson should have won rookie of the year.
1: Oh, it's tough. I'm going to say hate it, but the numbers are startlingly close in my opinion. Like when you put them up against each other, you're like, wow, that guy had a really good season too. But when it's the quarterback, the quarterback's going to win. The quarterback does more for the team the quarterback leads the team down the field and it's just that simple i mean justin jefferson had an amazing year he is a guy who as long as he has a good good enough quarterback will make the vikings better than than they already are but justin herbert's going to change as long as the new coaching staff is not full of idiots is going to change the trajectory of the chargers whereas justin jefferson i don't think is going to change the trajectory of the vikings so because of that uh, I kind of viewed that as as he should have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I know that's kind of looking forward a little bit too, but uh, that's kind of how I viewed it this year when watching Justin Herbert as well. I mean, the second he started playing well, you were like, uh-oh, watch out for the Chargers in a year or two. As long as they put some people around him and the coaches kind of change, watch out. This could be it. So, uh, hey, Justin Jefferson should not have been Rookie of the Year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately, I have to hate it, too. Um, Again, quarterbacks are always just going to get more attention. There's a reason that, you know, we were all surprised this year that a quarterback didn't win the Heisman. You know, typically, that's just the quarterback award. The MVP, all those other things are just kind of quarterback awards. So you're used to seeing the Offensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, typically going to whomever is going to be the MVP, which is typically a quarterback. This This is one of those times where a receiver who came out and just absolutely set the world on fire Probably should have been, but the simple truth is, man, you're talking about Lynch mentioned it. Trajectory of a team, man. A, a great wide receiver can be Odell Beckham Jr. and play on the terrible Giants. You know what I'm saying? Or play for the terrible Browns. Uh, a pretty good quarterback in most cases is going to uh, equate to wins for you. Uh, we saw a guy come from Oregon and just completely go to the NFL and look like he didn't miss a beat. I felt super proud just because I watched this. You know, we watched this young man for a few years, and a lot of people said that he wouldn't be a good NFL prospect. He wouldn't be as good as he was at Oregon he couldn't make the reads he couldn't do all these things and what do you know he walks away offensive player of the year Justin Jefferson's 1400 yards are super impressive receivers don't put up 1400 yards typically and so for this dude to do it in his first year with with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback man tells you all you need to know about the type of dude he's going to be moving forward
3: uh, also, if you haven't seen the video that the Chargers posted on their Twitter page of all the hot takes before the draft of what people thought Justin Herbert was going to do, please go and do that.
2: Oh, are they all from? All oh, they are from Oregon. Because I remember it was it was his own people that were saying,
3: <laughs> "Oh man, he's not going to be that good. No. He's
2: not this." And Justin Herbert needs to figure out how to do this and why did oh, Okay,
3: you could probably, probably do a, a separate video of that. But it's Eat those uh, words. It's the Nick Wrights, the Manuel Achos of the world. Um, you know, the national media guys that yeah. get paid 10 times more than we do. Because Nick Wright times is often right. What was that? Nick Wright is often correct. He's not bad. I I, I, I do like him. He I don't is a, mind he him. He's a Syracuse grad, so I don't, mind him. I don't mind him, but <laughs> yeah, one of those guys. All right, moving on to his Super Bowl. This could be a high-flying offensive showdown between these two teams. Hate it or love it, Brady Mahomes will both throw for over 300 yards. I love it. I do. Uh, just
1: judging from how they threw in the last game Which was by the way only 27-24 But Mahomes had over 400 yards And Brady had 380 yards Yeah I love it Neither, neither team runs the ball exceptionally well The Bucks are going to try to run the ball They've got both Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette And Leonard Fournette's actually played pretty well In the playoffs so far Barstool had the whole playoff Lenny thing for him That's been working out um, They're going to try to run the ball But it's going to be a passing game and I think both guys are going to air it out. The Bucks have enough good receivers and Patrick Mahomes is, is interesting enough in the way that he plays that he's going to find open guys constantly. Yeah. I love it. hundred percent. Both over 300.
2: Yeah. I, I have to love it as well, man. For some of the same reasons, reasons Lynch just said, man, you got both, both guys through for well over 300 yards in the last game they played each other. And uh, now with everything on the line, you're going to look for them to really kind of air it out uh, again. Uh, Kansas City doesn't run the ball incredibly well. Where the hell has Le'Veon Bell been for uh, the last little bit? But uh, you're looking at a team in Tampa Bay that, man, Leonard Fournette is starting to play good. Ronald Jones looks like he's, you know, that little one-two punch could be really, really good for them. So I think once once they get that run game game going, man, they're going to have guys open all across the middle of the field. So I think it's going to be a huge game. I wouldn't be surprised if both guys had well over 400 yards and we saw, like, a really close high-scoring game
3: would not shock okay moving on to our defensive player of the year it is once again aaron donald winning it for the third time in the last four seasons but some debate there as well just like the rookie of the year hate or love it tj watt should have been your defensive player of the year
2: i hate it have you seen aaron donald play like tj tj watt is is amazing aaron donald is something else like for a long time people were saying like he's compared to lawrence taylor and i kind of scoffed at that because we forget how good lawrence taylor was lawrence taylor was the mvp when joe montana and john elway and dan marino were all playing quarterback in the nfl at the same time and that guy was the most valuable player i don't think we could possibly see another defender that was as good as the best player in football which is patrick mahomes but i guarantee you put man uh that guy on the other side of the field he reeks absolute havoc. There's a reason the Rams lost their last playoff game. is because they didn't have uh, him at his very, very best. Because Aaron Donald at his best, is better than any offensive lineman that you have to go at. He is a beast. Have you seen this dude with the shirt off? He's a machine. Like, he's the type of dude that makes every man insecure about his own body. Even dudes with dad bods, I know they're never going to be anywhere close to that. That dude looks like the Terminator. Not the not Terminator 2 uh, Judgment Day Terminator. No, Schwarzenegger first torn Terminator. That's what he looks like, and he plays like it in every single game. He goes as hard as he can. He's the best defender I've seen in the past 20 years,
1: and it's not even— close. I'm going to go ahead and say love because TJ Watt statistically was better than Aaron Donald this year. TJ Watt had more sacks. He had 15. Donald had 13 and a half. TJ Watt had more tackles for loss. He had 23. Donald had 14 tackles for loss. Uh, This was a case, I think, of the more popular player, maybe the more well-known player winning the award. Also, there is something to be said about a guy dominating even without the stats, being someone that you have to completely scheme for whereas I I think T.J. Watt's getting to that category, but as an outside linebacker, it's a little bit different. Aaron Donald does those stats from the defensive tackle position, which is hard to do. Uh, It's very rare to see that, but I I think this was mostly a popularity thing in the the voting because Aaron Donald's just a little bit more popular, a little bit more well-known. T.J. Watt was better statistically this year. He was the best defender in the NFL, according to stats, so he probably should have won Defensive Player of the Year.
2: His last name is Watt. He's got Subway commercials. People know who he is.
3: Okay, and with the Super Bowl, could be a close one. Chiefs only a three-point favorite. Hate it or love it. This Super Bowl goes to overtime.
1: Ooh, I mean, I would love for that to happen, but I'm going to say hate. <laughs> When's the last time we saw a Super Bowl go to overtime? A couple believe, years ago.
3: Yeah, I think it was the Falcons-Patriots, but I believe that That's is true. literally the only... Super Bowl that's yeah, ever gone yeah. I overtime. forgot about
1: that Yeah, because of the 28-3 comeback and to go to OT. I forgot about that. But yeah, it doesn't happen very often, and I don't think it's going to happen today. Like I've talked about, the Chiefs are the better team, in my opinion. I think that if Tom Brady wasn't the quarterback of the Bucs, I think it could be a 14-point win for Kansas City. Not that it wouldn't be close at times, but just they would have enough offensive firepower to kind of keep pulling away. Um, because it's Brady, I think it's going to be closer. I think they're the Bucks are going to have a little bit more of a chance late in this game but i think kansas city is going to score a touchdown late um uh, and uh, be able to hold off a final drive and yeah we'll win by seven
2: uh i i hate that it's going to be an overtime game but i do think this game will come down to a final drive i think whomever has the ball at the end of the game is going to be trying to score a touchdown and um uh, that's where the game will end it'll end on a Something crazy, you know, somebody dropping a ball, uh, somebody overthrowing someone else. But I don't think it's going to go into overtime, but I do think it's going to be a game that's incredibly down to the wire. you got two teams that have comparable defenses. No defense is really better than the other. I personally think that the Tampa Bay defense – just because of their defensive line and their linebackers is a little bit better, but for the most part, both secondaries are are incredibly susceptible to be passed on. So it's I expect the high scoring game, it's gonna become down to which quarterback is going to make the least amount of mistakes. And I think those mistakes are really aren't going to come until
3: towards the end of the game. Okay. And the first time since I produced this show, we have a draw. Ooh. Ooh. So what we've done in the
1: past is we do a rapid fire one to kind of tie. Break I was
3: going to say, I, I got my rapid fire ready to go. There you go. And uh, since we were talking about Carson Wentz earlier, to love it, Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. <laughs> love. love <it. laughs> Damn. I was waiting for one of you guys to say, Hey, that's, that's so easy. easy Joe, That's such an easy. Yeah, you just wanted amazing.
1: us to love on your Cowboys. Come on.
3: Well, I don't know what to do here. I mean, we have rock scissors. I guess so. You guys want to do one, shoot two, three, quick? shoot. Okay. Here rock, you go. paper, scissor, shoot. Two out of three? <laughs> Mike clearly won that one. <laughs> I won one. <laughs> that one. That was rock to That's scissor cool. right there.
1: All right, let's wrap this sucker up next on 1080 The Fan. Are you? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. One final segment here on football Sunday this week. Back to sports Sunday next week, nine to 11. One thing I forgot, I saw this on Twitter today. I didn't remember that Patrick Mahomes' dad played baseball. Yes. I had no clue. Like I totally forgot that that was a thing. There's a picture of him in a twins uniform. Mahomes, well, they're both Mahomes. Mahomes Jr., baby Mahomes, um, in in a little baby twins uniform being held by his pops while he's on the field. So that's pretty cool.
2: That's tight, man. Typically guys like that that parents you know grow up or parents play sports as you're growing up, man, those guys end up becoming becoming man crazy athletes.
1: It just it just happens, man. It's just interesting to see baseball to football. Like I feel like oftentimes the father will play the same sport that the son will play. So it's interesting to see the dad play baseball and Patrick Mahomes got uh, got into football. Yeah, who there's someone else. Am, am I am I misremembering that? I feel like every father son combo I think of is same sport.
2: Uh, sometimes there's someone else that I think is they're an NFL quarterback and their dad um, played baseball. And I'm, I'm trying to think of who it was. And there's a basketball player whose dad was a a pro baseball. And I'm. I'm, I'm all these things are coming to me. I'm hearing them when I'm uh, watching the game. I'm like, damn, and I can't think of who they are. So, You're so helpful right now. I know, right? But it's, <laughs> once it comes, I'll text you later and I'll let you know. Oh, okay, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll
1: tweet it out. Was it Kyler Murray because he tried to play baseball or no?
2: No, it wasn't Kyler.
1: Okay. It wasn't Kyler. But
2: um, shoot, who the heck was this? It's going to bother me now. It's going to be on the, on the
1: back okay. of my mind. It's totally okay. Yeah. It's but, totally fine. No, but
2: yeah, I mean, it's not, that's not super. But I, I mean, I, I could see that happening just because if you're a crazy athlete, especially baseball, baseball is one of those things like you've got to be an athlete to play baseball. It's just, it's just one of those things, like to be able to hit, to be able to field, you you have to have some athleticism to you. So if you can play baseball, it looks like that transition from baseball to a, a lot of different sports is kind of, kind of seamless.
1: That's like, interesting Patrick, that you would say that considering most people, baseball
2: and look at that, look at how he throws the ball. It's just
1: different. It seems like most people would think the opposite though, right? Most people would think that, well, in baseball, you're standing around a lot and, you know, you might, you might go a whole inning without doing anything. For the most part, do you see how lean most of these baseball players are? Well, of course. All you I, do. Su- I'm saying I'm not I talking support about you.
2: Baseball. I'm not talking about you, but I'm saying just in general, like you look at the the baseball player, like usually man tall, man, great shape, lean. Uh, there's a few catchers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, say some, that to Bartolo. That I was going to say there's going to be some, you know, there's going to be some colognes and some, what was the big guy? I forgot his name.
1: Uh, John Cruck, man
2: you know what I mean there's gonna be some guys that are just a David little a little pudgier yeah, a than some poppy. others man that uh uh C. sabathia you know what I mean that are just mm-hmm. a little bigger than other dudes that but even those guys are for the
1: blue Jays that is I forget his name oh god do you remember his name Joe Kirk, Kirk, Alejandro Kirk, right? That's his name. I don't know. The Blue Jays catcher. He's a rookie last year. Dude looks like he does not belong on his sports. Yeah. Anything. There, ever. Are,
2: there are certain dudes that, you know, just kind of don't look the part for baseball. But those guys are few and far between. Those are those are the outliers. for the most part, man. Baseball players are, man, tall and athletic. And, you know, what I mean, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Like, but
1: when you say that, though, like in the NBA. Everybody looks the part. They're
2: in the be- they're probably in the best shape because there's so much running, you know, and just then back and forth cardio N- all day.
1: NFL, I know you've got the fatter guys who play on the line, but those guys are meant to be that size and are strong. Those guys are huge too. Generally, everybody's in in good shape in the NFL. Yes, baseball is the only sport where you can kind of be Bartolo Colon and be still be successful. Oh, absolutely, you can absolutely. So can, it, that's why people kind of view it that way. No, you know?
2: yeah, there. Are, I think there's more offensive linemen that look more like Tony Saragusa, you know, than that look like someone like Aaron Donald, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just kind of one of those things that they, they definitely exist, but you look at some of those offensive linemen, you know, outside of their football gear, and they don't look like offensive linemen. They don't look as huge as you would imagine. They don't, they're not the offensive linemen of old. I'll say, you know, back when those guys were 300 pounds and had stomachs hanging over their belts and stuff like those Mm -hmm. guys don't, they don't look like that.
1: anymore. That is true. No more Vince, Vince Wilferks. No, and even still, or not man, anymore.
2: Vince Wilfork was so like so light on his feet to where he was different.
1: But yeah,
2: you're right, man. Most guys don't look like that anymore, man. They're all in great shape and stuff like that. You pull up a lot of offensive linemen and just look at what they look like, and it's like, man, you that doesn't look like a big
1: dude. Was there a sport that you wished you had played when you were younger? Golf. golf? I wish I
2: really, I wish I really had paid attention to playing um, golf, man. Really, and honestly, man, basketball. I, just, I was lucky enough to be tall and athletic. So I never really took the time to to learn how to do all the – I could play, but I never looked, took the time to really practice and practice at one thing while all my friends, a lot of my friends that end up going on to do some amazing things and who really took it seriously and really took the weight room and really took – all those little separate things that you don't really think about seriously. And so, if I looking back, uh, probably would have spent more time playing golf, but honestly, would have spent more time practicing.
3: Honestly, basketball. when you said that, I pointed to Joey and I was like, "Do you just hear that? You hear that golf? All right, that's what I've been trying to teach you all this time. Get on the links." Come I on. Just wish I
2: was smart enough to know, to to pick up that individual sport and try. Because as I got older, I was like, "Oh, looks like I might be kind of okay at this," you know. But I just never took time to think about it
1: because where I'm from. In the neighborhood I'm from, there's not a lot of brothers playing golf, so it's kind of one of those things. I yeah, I never played golf growing up. I don't know if I regret it or not, because like I, I've still never played around a round of golf in my life. It's not a sport that I like particularly, but I know that a lot of people play it as they get older. I think for me, in ter- and this is a totally a selfish deci- decision, for my body image would be soccer, because of all the running, man, I would have been way more fit. And like in baseball, I was a catcher. So, I mean, I was getting a workout like I was, you know, I was crouching every play and I was blocking balls and all that kind of stuff. But in soccer, I mean, it's just running and it's running and it's running. And now that I've become a huge soccer fan and I can really appreciate the sport, I kind of wish that I had played a little bit more as a kid. I tried for one year and I wasn't very good, Um, but I wish I would have just tried. You know, I was like seven or something and I just I didn't have a good foot eye coordination at that point because I hadn't ever practiced it. And uh, that's, I think, one. Just because I, I like the sport, for especially now at my age, I'm like, man, if I had played a sport for ten years that kept me lean, that probably would have been a good thing.
2: Yeah, I just you know, and for me, like it was, I played baseball for like four years, and I even played in high school a little bit, and I just, I just didn't like so much waiting for me, and I just didn't like to do that, and so, and on top of that, man, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't field, I could bat, yeah, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't field, so I was like, anything I wasn't great at. I want to quit. Forget this. So quit inst-
1: instantly. Yeah. And I was
2: like, yeah, I'm not good at this. And then there's other guys that play and I was like, I don't want to just sit on the bench all day.
1: I mean, I, for me it was a when I was growing up, it was something that just had to keep my attention. Not
2: like, the best decision, Lil Joe. Don't 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 do like me. Don't be like me. Be better. <laughs> be better. Play. If you're not great immediately,
1: cool. Practice until you are. That was one thing that, you know, young Rashad was not awesome at. Great advice. I think one thing that I just wish I had done is I just lost interest quickly if I wasn't really good. It was kind of similar to you. It, it didn't like I, I played basketball for two years, right? Like rec league basketball growing mm. up, and I was taller than most of the kids, but I didn't have a lot of skills. Play center.
2: You're tall. Stand well, there. That's what I, they make you do when you're I, tall.
1: I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Stand there and get rebounds and put up layups if you can. It was just like I just I kind of didn't. I find it kind of boring, right? So I just stopped playing. But if I had practiced basketball more, maybe I would have enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. You know how vital those paint bosses are in NBA 2K, ripping down those rebounds, Mike. Shame on you, okay? absolutely, man. They're absolutely vital.
1: But i I wanted to do more. <laughs> I didn't and, want to
3: just be the tall guy and that blocked shots. I was I
2: was you. You know, when you're from Oregon, there's not a lot of six foot seven, six eight dudes running around. There's a few, but they're they're not a whole lot of them. So when you're six foot two, like that's you play the, the, <laughs> you are you the play the post. And it's like, man, I'd love to learn I'd love to do something else i'd love to be you know better at anything else but that's just kind of that's why european players came over here and just blew us out of the water as far as their skill sets because you're seven feet
1: you're six foot nine you're six foot one you learn how to do all those things it is interesting to think about because i was always the tall one right i was like five ten five eleven six foot in high school or whatever and grew up to six four and i saw i'm six four that's my height i couldn't play any big position in the nba like at six foot four, I'd be at best a shooting guard. Yeah. Right. And all I knew, all I was taught was rebound, block, and putbacks. Like, That's how it. how does that translate? It, it doesn't translate. It does not. So, shout out to all the youth coaches pin, out don't there. Don't pin the big guys in the paint just because they're bigger than you. Let them learn skills too. Yeah. Shout out to all AAU coaches that actually teach their kids a hoop. That's going to do it for us this week. Back to sports Sunday next week. Uh, I'm going to be out next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Good luck on any bets that you guys have. Uh, Hopefully, you know, if you have people over, it's a small amount and you're doing it safely and enjoy the game, enjoy the food, enjoy the beer. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a very good rest of your Sunday.